We are back. Episode 75, Minds Like Minds podcast. Uh, I am R.L. Melpica. And I'm Chef Definition. And um, let me introduce my amazing guests, just just really three amazing people. Um, Jasmine, I had you on the show. Um, shit, that was season two. I remember that. And we learned so much from you. Um, so welcome, welcome to, well, welcome back. This is the third time you've been on Minds Like Minds, but uh, we appreciate all you do. But thank you. Yeah. Thank you for joining. Thanks, thank guys. Thank I'm you. super excited to be here. And congratulations again. This is so awesome. All right. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. And um, we have Keith and Joanna Crowder. This is Joanna's third time on the show and Keith's second time. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Yes, yes, it's like yes. he started from the bottom now. You know? <laughs> right, right. As you can see from some of them old clips, we were doing it real old school style back then. <laughs> in the closet. Oh, for real. Yeah, he was in the closet, no lights, nothing. You know what I'm saying? And the, the, the most quiet room in the house. You know what I mean? And um, man, I, I remember I, I I set up in my media room and I had I had a music mic, you know, not like a podcast mic, but a music mic. And um I remember trying to get people to call in like I had to go I had to like create one of those Google phone numbers so people could call into the Google phone number and then that would go into my little recording device it was it was crazy um but um appreciate everybody on who's who's on live with us um we've had um so many people throughout the the years who have watched us um kind of grow in in more ways than a podcast in life and um, that's kind of what we're here to do. We're here to talk. We're, we're here to just vibe and, you know, no no set agenda or anything. Just have a good time and uh, right. talk yeah. that shit, right? Yeah, just talk, man. Talk and uh, let it all out. Show gratitude. Yeah, 100%. Definitely show gratitude. Gratitude for everybody that's a part of the journey yeah. thus far and even in the future and shit. Yeah, yeah. Joe, <laughs> that, that clip of when Joanna was on, that, that was a good time. That was that was such a good thing because I I remember I had just read your book, and um, like it, it was just like the clip said like I I knew you but I didn't really know you and and once I read the book I, I knew so much more and actually I I at the time I didn't know you at all Keith but from reading the book at least I heard her side of you <laughs> and then obviously over time um, um I we got to know you as well so um, and you're gonna really 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 get to know us then after the second book comes out because and then you're gonna have both sides of our oh shit story oh shit that's good man when was that launching june 21st oh like he's bracing up he's ready he's ready (laughs) y'all can know how i've been what i've been dealing with (laughs) (laughs) that's that's beautiful that's beautiful well um Everybody out there, uh, Keith and Joanna, Casey and JoJo, they have a brand new podcast coming out uh, mm-hmm. called The Fifth House. Uh, talk about where the origins of that name came from. You want no, to- no, no, no. That's all you. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so we, I was doing my natal chart reading with Santos Bonacci, and he was talking about looking at my transits and... He goes, look at the date you guys got married and then see where the sun was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it should be in a house that has to do with either relationships or love or something. And I looked June 30, 2001, the sun was in my fifth house. And that's the house of love, which is ruled by Leo. I'm a Leo. I was like, oh, the fifth house. So we (laughs) 
decided, yeah, let's do everything about love, you know, child stuff, passion, like everything, relationships, soulmates, twin flames, catalysts, you name it. That's all. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, that's that's some pure connection type shit right there. Right on, right on. I'm so looking forward to that podcast because you guys have been just so transparent with your relationship and a lot of the uh, different projects you guys have done. And I know I appreciate it. I know all the people appreciate it. And I, I can't wait to see that thing blow the fuck up straight up. Right. Definitely some uh, relationship goals and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Jasmine, look, <clears throat> you give us a pick a card reading on Akasha Flicks every week. And mm-hmm. me and me and the queen, you know, we, we have our, we have our Akasha Flicks nights. Right. And we get, you know, we, we sit up on the couch and we don't even talk. We don't say nothing. Or we don't say <laughs> proper English would be anything. We don't say anything, right? You know, we pick our cards in our heads and then we wait for them to go. We don't say anything until it's over. And she's like, which one did you pick? I picked deck two. She's like, oh, okay. I picked deck three. Did it, re- did it resonate? So Hell yeah. <laughs> so it was like, you know, so it's a thing we do together. So, so we love that. Um, and we've got some projects coming up, girl. I know. I'm really excited about them, actually. I, they've been on my mind a lot lately. So <coughs> they're going to come true ASAP. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll get to work uh, for the first time hand in hand. So that's really exciting. I know. Like I, I hadn't even exciting. met you in the... Actually, I haven't had, I, met Keith and no. John either. Damn. No. Fucking technology is beautiful. So, isn't it? crazy how the universe <laughs> worked, though, huh? Yeah, it is. Family right. like a motherfucker. For sure. For sure. Well, let me... Uh, that, leads, that leads me to actually a question real quick. Yeah, like, I know for me, I love internet friends. Did the, Is this a lot easier for you guys than like physical? Like, okay, let's go have lunch every Saturday or type shit. <laughs> I mean, we don't go anywhere. Same. Like, at all. So, so this is the most interaction that, that I'm going to get, period. Like, without going to the grocery store and back. So, amen. Me too. Hmm. I mean, I could, I could dig that. It's like, it's it's almost like our own little metaverse or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of stick within that bubble and shit. Cause I don't really fuck around with nobody. My two dimensional friends. Right. Right. But you know, that's funny because like, like working with, for me, working with people this way, like it makes it, it's so easy. And, um, you know, there, there are some limitations of course, but like the fact that we can all, especially with a Costa Flicks where we have, you know, shit, nine creators now where we all can get on a zoom call and vibe and be on the same energy and somebody's echoing who's got their, who's got their video up. Somebody. Hello. I hear it too. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody, somebody not wearing headphones, something. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're good. We're good. No worries. What was it? I don't know. You know, technology. There you it know. is. It's the entities, them, them, them dark entities trying uh, to stop this, this incredible shadow, light. Shadow shed. people. Yeah, exactly. Um, shout out to everybody who is watching online. Shout um, out to everybody. Yes, we got the Queens online. Steve Lee online uh, had a comment during the highlight video said Sebastian and Jerry together with coffee and cars is hilarious. I actually saw that one on Netflix. It was very funny. Um, They're riding the little um, the Vespas around town and shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy Turner. What's up, man? What's going on? What's up, Jeremy? He's in the Kashite. And and so is Steve Lee. Steve Lee's in the Kashite as well. I had to to catch that. Sebastian and Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, you ever watch Comedians in Cars with coffee? No, not too much, not too much. Anybody else? You guys watch that? 
Nah, I've never I, heard of it, but never watched it. But damn, I'm the only nerd here. Right, right. So, that, so that shit just went over everybody's head, like. <laughs> but, but my Akasha knew what I was talking about. Right, right, That's right. All that Shout out, <laughs> Jasmine. What do you like to watch on TV, or do you watch TV? Oh, I watch trash TV and murder murders and trash TV. It's usually my two. Well, now, what is trash thrillers. TV? What is what is? Oh man! So let's go. We have the Real Housewives. Um, okay. I think of do New Jersey, Utah, okay. Beverly Hills, okay. On Point, Vanderpump <laughs> Rules, okay. um, anything MTV. <laughs> Unfortunately, Siesta Key started to get a little bit too scripted, but I'm still trying to work through that. Okay. Um, okay. But honestly, trash uh, TVs where I kind of disappear a little bit so tr- anything where i can not think of my clients issues or my issues is like a one for me okay nice. i can dig i can dig okay mm-hmm. okay keith joanna what y'all what y'all watch what y'all, what we're y'all? more like movie people so we'll we'll go back and put even movies we've watched constant you know those that you could just watch over and over again and really recite and say without even watching <laughs> um give us an example uh, like uh, let's start with the one we'd always go with. Uh, just go just with go it. <laughs> just oh, go with Adam it. With, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dumbass movie, but man, what is, what we watched that motherfucking movie a hundred times. Uh, at least. That's that's where he. Uh, you guys can explain it better than me. He he lies to in every relationship. He's always lying about his um, everything. He lies. Um, but his assistant, which is what's her name, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Um, it's like the shout realest. Out realest relationship (laughs) the realest truest relationship and so she basically goes with him on a trip to hawaii to um be a with his his girlfriend be his fake ex-wife to try to get his girlfriend to i don't know what the whole thing is just fake and he's like just go with it so they all have to go with it and then what's the name of this movie again just go with it. Have, oh, that's the, <laughs> just go with it. Yeah. When you watch this movie, just go with it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just there's little scenes that we take from it that, like for one. example, um, I got the idea in the shower, and so because we get so many ideas in the shower, every time we say it was in the shower, we're like in the shower. <laughs> it comes from that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice. it was cool because we we've seen that movie a hundred times and we watched it or you know we put it on in the background sometimes it just plays because you know subconsciously we just know the whole thing and there was this part about the girl goes we're under a cabana she's like under the moon yeah you know moonburn and we were like that's stupid moonburn and then come to find come out come to find out that's like a fucking thing so you know we had never realized that was actually a thing anyway moonburn <laughs> moonburn 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 it's a real thing it's a real yeah. thing. Oh, what is moonburn? Please elaborate on that shit. <laughs> well, the the moon gives off um, a colder temperature, right? Then, like the actual light of the moon, they've done um, tests where you actually yes. the temperature goes lower, um, not hotter. Um, so you can actually get the opposite of a burn. So, like a cold burn like things like frostbite like a no, frostbite I mean, th- but not to that extent it's not gonna happen like that but but it's pot like that, that's where it was going scientifically theoretically it's possible wow. <laughs> okay. okay that's interesting i fucks with it i fucks with it see i love that i love i love watching movies over and over and catching things that you might not have understood at the time and then you know like oh shit now i know what the fuck they were talking about and it's laughable like you laugh it off like oh that's stupid but right. then you're like oh that's not stupid wait yeah. Beauty i'm of confused because we were like yeah that's dumb you're so stupid there's no such thing as burn it's like right. oh shit there it is <laughs> that's funny when we when we um so just go with it 
That's a good. I'm trying to think of uh, if me and the Queen have a a go to movie. You got a go to movie? No. What do you watch? Besides, <sighs> forget it. <laughs> I don't really, you know, I I don't I don't really, you know, of course I watch a lot of cooking shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I get my um, serving the bullshit TV, but uh, I really I'm not a TV kind of. I'm not, you know, power. Um, BMF. You know what I'm saying? BMF, what's that? Uh, it's it's a drug. It's two drug, uh, Big Meech in Detroit. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah. Uh, anybody out there? Uh, any heard of BMF? Yeah. Let's see here. See, Steve Lee says Bruce Almighty is another one to watch over and over. Man, I don't think I've watched Bruce Almighty since it came out. In that. Since so, the first time? That, that, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's, who's the next? Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Okay, right. Yeah. All right. I love Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey, too. Anybody ever seen the movie 23? No, that's like a darker movie, though, right? Yeah, but it's kind of about numerology. No? Yes. Oh, is it an older movie? <laughs> yeah, it's older. I do. That was a good one. So, so quick story. The, the queen, she was, she was kind of fascinated with, with numbers and numerology a little bit. So, and, and she writes on our, um, our bathroom uh, mirror. And you know, she's putting all these dates together or whatever. And she's looking at the numbers and everything's adding up to 23. Oh, and, wow. she, and, you know, she called me in there. She said, look at this. Look, look. This one adds up to 23. What, what's it trying to tell me? What's it telling me? And I was like, have you ever seen the movie 23? And she's like, no. Oh, man. She's like, no. And so we watched it. And anyone who's watched that movie, like Jim Carrey is, he, he basically gets a book and he's, I'm not going to give away the whole plot, but he, he's literally obsessed with the number 23 because, like, everything adds up to 23. And, like, it just literally blew her mind. And then we had Craig Wright. Uh, Dr. Craig Wright, the numerology dude on the podcast, and he's adding up the years that she was born, and that added up to 23. And she was just like, oh, you know, she was just <laughs> saying, mind hey, blown. That's a, um, that's deep episodes with uh, Craig. Oh, yeah, Craig, Craig's great, man, for sure. That numerology that, shit. That on the list, I want to watch that. I've watched wow. 222. Have you seen 222? 222, no, what's that? So it's about patterns and seeing the patterns, and they like repeat over and over, and, and like the, he has to try to figure it out. So every day he's like looking at every single pattern and trying to figure it out. Something before 222 happens at a certain time or whatever. Wow. It's pretty cool. Huh. Got to write that one down. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. I like, yeah. They need some more metaphysical movies, man. Right? Yeah. They do. Slipping. Maybe we got to make them. Right? Yeah. That's what, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Shit. Hollywood's probably like, eh, nah. nah. <laughs> Too much truth. Nah. Too much truth. <laughs> Let's go ahead and put that one on the shelf for about seven years. Nah, you <laughs> so movie like, for Akasha Flicks. And like, have, so this movie's you know, supposed to make people 100. Think. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that shit. <laughs> exactly. Fuck that. Where's Madea at when you need her and shit? Uh, Look, you got all the main characters, all the nine main, main roles, and then the rest are all just, you know non-player characters right <laughs> who was it it was uh lorelei who said she had a dream that i made like i directed uh a documentary on all of us like all of us and i was yep. like that's a dream that's more like a premonition because i see yeah. that happening at some point definitely <laughs> see that one happen for sure for sure you know when we first started the show we used to the we had a real basic premise it was um the se- I think it was like the seven pillars of society. Do you remember that? <laughs> so every guest that would come on, we would ask, like, like we'd basically ask them to give us their take on these seven pillars. 
and they go through them and it would just spark conversation. So I figured 75th episode, might as well put you guys through the seven pillars. You know what I'm saying? Yay! Let's go. Let's start start with Jasmine. Jasmine, you ready? Uh, Okay. Maybe we'll see. It it, it, it wasn't too good. Now, here's the real difficult part. Can I remember the seven? Yeah. No, ain't no papers and shit in there. All right, so I'm going off the top. If I forget one, let me know. Oh, I'll bet shit. I'm a note taker, bro, right. and I have no notes. True that, true that, true that. Um, but the, uh, the first one was give us your take on just religion. What do you think about religion? Um, that's a good question, and I guess it would depend on I guess it's specific circumstances, but I think religion is necessary for certain people. I don't think not everyone's going to be on the same path of um, enlightenment necessarily. So I think it is able to save some people, um, but I do believe it's like abused. Um, the Bible, I do believe is a little skewed and um, personally through just honestly, even um, mediumship readings, I have found that there's, I'm not going to name a specific religion because I'm not trying to put anyone in a box, but there's a specific religion that will, show up in a more fearful energy when they cross over versus someone who isn't connected to that religion. So it, it depends on the person, now but honestly. Yeah, I don't even mean to cut lot. you off, but that's a whole podcast right there. It's intense. <laughs> like no bullshit because I never even thought about that. The yeah. energy lingers on. Yeah. Yes, so, so, sure. so like when you're <clears throat> communicating with them, like, do they ever be like, oh, shit, well, um... Sometimes, okay, so, okay, so let's say say someone was um, Catholic, okay? That's the, one of the biggest ones that I kind of see come through a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times the one who is past will acknowledge the fact that their person is getting a reading in the first place or they'll acknowledge that, okay, this is a little weird. Let me kind of warm up to it. And our client will a lot of the times acknowledge that they had to really push past this like emotional wall to be able to book in the first place because of all the thoughts about it in general. But yeah, they'll kind of just show up in a way of still kind of just saying exactly what they believe in, but I guess in a different perspective, they're just a lot more prying, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting though. They, they do come, I think it's mostly for my clients, especially like, cause a lot of people are still have the abilities to actually become a psychic medium, but then being raised Catholic would a lot of the times hold them back for a very long time. Right. Right. I could definitely see how that could happen. Mm-hmm. And that's just a pattern I've seen. So if it doesn't fit you, obviously don't listen to that, but patterns. Definitely, definitely, definitely podcast material. Oh, we'll get into that. My, my dad was uh, raised Catholic and he's an atheist now. So I'm very curious to see what happens when he passes. I'm going to be, I'm going to be digesting that a little bit. Huh? What was you about to say, Keith? No, I have to give you props, Jasmine. That, that was the, like, I imagined us being at a pageant, right? And you know, they ask that question and you're <laughs> on stage and you're live. And I was like, fuck, I, that's a beautiful answer. Like you covered oh both God. sides, you know, you, you, you attacked and you, but you also complimented and it, that was beautiful. Right I appreciate that. I, I get uh, my, <laughs> if, if anyone knows me, my vocabulary and my speaking is probably one of my biggest insecurities. So I appreciate that. That means a lot. I'm scared. So we don't go with the same one. I'm, we're going to bounce around. So damn, that was a thin one. Well, I mean, I, you know, we'll, we'll get back to it. Um, all right, Joanna. Yes. 
Give me your thoughts on mental health. Mm. You know. About that. About that. Yeah. So it's super important, but I really believe that, for example, the war on drugs, it brings on more drugs. The war on such and such brings on more such and such, right? So it's like, if we continue to look at it as like poor victims, they have these issues, then the more disempowering it is. So it's kind of tricky because it is very important, right? But I just think we need to use it as, hey, become aware that everybody has these emotions that go from one to 10 and they can go from one to 10 at any point, at any point, any second of, of time, right? And so it's a human emotion. And I think we're taught like, oh, if you are diagnosed with something, then this is how you are. And this is how you like, we paint the story or we have, a yeah, we tell ourselves, I am, I have been diagnosed with this. So then now we label ourselves as this, and then we attract the same this, right? So I just feel like there needs to be a mindset shift about, yes, I'm depressed because I'm going through such and such, and I've suppressed all these emotions and thoughts, and I don't know how to deal with it. And they haven't taught me this. And I don't know how to deal with energy and blah, 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 right? Like, learn about it a little bit and then empower yourself to be able to change it and flip it and say, yes, I'm working on it, or I'm going through the process of feeling this way, but it's, it's only going to get better or, you know, I've been worse or whatever. So I think it's super important to just be aware of all of our emotions and thoughts because we all have them. And a lot of us tend to suppress them. So really it's just about you know, allowing people to give that space to, to let them come up, you know, how are you doing? How you really doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> how you doing? Right on. Yeah. Anybody who watches friends will get that, but I don't know if any of yeah. y'all watch friends. So shit. All the time. Every day. Okay. You do. Okay. <laughs> See, I told you, bro. Friends is a classic, classic material. That's anyway. right. I'm smoking on the couch, not watching friends either, homies. I got you. <laughs> like, come on. Like, man. I haven't seen friends ever. Like, I'm hey, I'm, right, so I get yeah, it. I'm right there with you, Jasmine. I've never Me watched a complete episode of Friends. It's very programming, but it's cool to see the programming and then, like, explain it to your kids and be like, look at the programming. They even laugh in, on cue so that you're supposed to laugh when they laugh, but it's like, is that funny? Damn, I don't know if we've ever watched them. Now, now they have the the prototypical characters. You got the the dumb jock, right? You got the the girl who's into metaphysical shit, but they make yeah. her seem like she's make her seem like she's dumb, <laughs> like, she's stupid, stupid. like she's stupid or crazy. Yeah, exactly. But she really knows what she's talking about. Oh, I know. I mean, now that I watch it the second time. Now that I know what I know, you know what I'm saying? It's, she's like a completely different character. Yeah, I'm so. like Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. That's- I'm, I'm hating, bro. I'm not hating. Damn, I'm just bro. saying. Probably watch, you probably watch Homeboys in Outer Space. All right. Keith, Keith, Keith. Yes, sir. All right, let's see here. We talked. We did. Okay. Politics. Oh, shit. Just in general? Yeah. I, I mean, my answer is really short. It's just a bunch of fucking bullshit. <laughs> that's, that's how right. I feel about politics. Um, I mean, I... So... If I was going to be political, like, right, like I haven't voted since the Gore Bush election this is the last time I voted, Dang. right? Because that shit just pissed me off. Like, it just kind of opened my eyes up. 
it opened my eyes up to the system, to the electoral college. You know, I didn't oh, care yeah. about any shit in high school. <laughs> right. You, you know what I mean? But but if I was going to say anything about politics, I would say that, you know, it, reform starts in your own backyard. Right. Like you need to get involved in your town. You need to get involved in your city. You need to get involved in your county. And, you know, it just needs to trickle up from there. But I'm not a fan of politics. <laughs> I really, I, I feel bad. I don't have much else to say, but that's just not not my thing, man. I just, I don't get caught up in the bullshit. I don't watch the news. Like I just think politics is a department of the bigger thing. Yeah. What you mean, the bigger thing? The bigger bird, you know? There's the wings. They're really just feathers, but there's a huge bird. It's all just... Yeah, it's like an adult. It's like a real-life soap opera. It's like, come on. <laughs> True that. It's like real old white people housewives of washington dc or some shit basically. <laughs> yes basically yeah and, and if and this whole you know covid man is, is no 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 knocking the old white people i'm just saying <laughs> demographically that's kind of what it is <laughs> that's just the seats <laughs> yeah yeah shout out to all my old white people who are fans of my, of my <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I fall in that fucking category. No, oh, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> when when the average like, age of somebody in Congress is fifty nine point four, you know what I'm saying. Not so that there's anything low. wrong with that age. Okay, but. good. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Got a couple years. <laughs> Just a few. That's what's up. All right, Jasmine. We're back to you, girl. Let's see here. Um, damn, can I remember all these? Okay, this is going to be interesting because I. Because I know you have a take on it. So this is going to be fun because oh, I kind of know your allegiance. <clears throat> so I'm excited about this. I'm nervous. Sports. Oh, I love them. <laughs> like, I love them a lot. Um, I, but it also depends on the person. I, I, it's like almost, I guess you could look at sports like a drug. It depends on like, are you betting on sports? Are you addicted to sports? Watching them all day, every day. Um, I specifically have pretty much just one i'm an eagles fan fly eagles fly you know football is what i'll be addicted to probably for the rest of my life but um at the same time that's where i, I get like confused because i would never allow my son to play football um and i do think like to the core of it like when you look at it it is kind of like have you seen the colin uh colin show the colin one he Coward. did on netflix oh, yes oh oh Somewhere. And I was after I watched that, I was like, you know what? He has some points, and I and I think I um, I kind of feel bad because again, it's the it's the people on top running things and abusing people on the below and not giving them the life they need. And I think once the suicide started happening and like becoming like really relevant, I just it broke my heart. Um, but then I rebel against myself and I want to be human so bad, like a, like what I deem normal. And I think that's why I also like get so attached to the Eagles. Hmm. But mm. other than that, but where, where, did, of, where are you from mm. Philadelphia? <clears throat> no. So my dad is first generation American and somehow the Eagles were really good when he was younger or something. And he liked the helmet and he became an Eagles fan. And then okay. I was like a daddy's girl growing up. And, oh, wow. and then I was um, raised in Texas. Okay. And so going against the Cowboys just gave me this internal thrill that I could never <laughs> describe to anybody. Oh, I love it. The, I love the, it. The, the happiness I have when people talk shit to me just makes me glow. Okay. Oh, but there's it. something about community there. I was also an athlete, so maybe that's <clears> the community part. I have a lot of emotions with it. I guess you are right. But I think <laughs> looking back, it is more of these people are abused. And with the girl who just uh, killed herself, the soccer player from Stanford, I believe, 
Yes. Uh, it's just yep. the pressure that these Why? athletes have to be under. Soccer player killed herself. Why? It's just pressure too much for me. Sports. No shit. Yeah. I mean, competitive, mm-hmm. like, like this competition is, especially traditionally, is just um, taken out of control and then the tribalism that's attached to it. Like, that's yeah. one of my, that's one of my biggest things that I've been working on. Um, the queen will let you know that if I'm a Cleveland Browns fan and when the Browns don't oh, do well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm I, didn't, I didn't say shit. it this time. <laughs> I didn't give him any shit for that shit this time. But she knows if they if they don't have a good Sunday, uh, it takes me a while to process, and I have to get back to you know status quo, uh, homeostasis per se, because uh, because I'm because <laughs> I'm a little um, upset, but I'm getting better. Um, I used to be a lot more attached than I am now, but I, I do have a, a <clears throat> an attachment, and and I a lot of it's generational because it's kind of what connects me and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, my family are like, huge, huge sports like we fans. just won the Super Bowl a few years ago like you think I'm going to let go now like we're just going harder <laughs> now yeah it's, yeah that's sports what's up. are intense they are and and you know they are here for a reason to uh, keep us they, occupied and distracted, that, and distracted but also like and even growing up as an athlete the morals it teaches you like there was a different Ten standard I was held to as an athlete and I think that's something to take away from it I think it's just once it gets past college it just gets a little scary but hey, make that money. I don't know. Live your life. <laughs> right, right, straight right. up. That's why. That's why I love. That's that's why the pillars were a good idea because you really get to see where people's you know mm-hmm. thoughts yeah. are. I, I think it's very yin yang, right? Like just the good, there's good and bad in, in everything. Right. It's like what do you want to focus on? Mm-hmm. It is because at the end at the end of the day, there's no difference between sports and movies. It's it's how yeah. you personally react to them. That's the difference. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <clears throat> Um, Joanna, it's your turn. One, two, this is scary. Like, it is. <laughs> oh crap! What is it? Um, this one's not too serious. It's actually a fun one, and and actually, I, I'd like to hear all all three perspectives. But we're gonna start with Joanna. Music. Okay. What about it? What are your thoughts on music? What do you like? Um, you know, just any type of assessment of music. You know, okay. it's a broad I mean, question, I'm very, but... I'm very everywhere. So that's why I'm kind of like narrow it down. Okay. Let me try to narrow it down. The first thing that came to my mind was reggae and like reggaeton and all that, like the vibes of it. I love. So, um, you know, when the, the, you see the little African kids dancing and they have that music going on, like, that's my second, like, that's, I don't know if it's in my first or my second, but it like sparks my past life type me that I was one of those little black kids going like dancing like crazy mm-hmm. and I loved it. Okay. So then I go into my Spanish vibes and I'm all into my J Balvin and Faruco and Maluma and all these people. You know, I um, okay. But yeah. then I love my R&B too from the 90s. And- Shout out. Yeah. yeah, like the whole, you know, when you were talking about, um, uh, what's his face they, that we, you know, Mace? Uh, no, Luther, Luther. Luther. Um, <laughs> like Put that, used, that used to be like, you know, um, set this party up. so I'm a little bit, uh, if I, if it makes me move and dance, I'm all about it. And if it puts me in a certain mood like song breakup songs and all that stuff and love songs and all that 
especially in the 90s like now <clears throat> they just kind of suck but auto-tune yeah shout out so to I, all my I mean, auto-tuners i love music <laughs> um I, I like some country music if it's deep and if it's <clears throat> you know that's and what's it up. hits um do you think the and we have a question in the um in the chat that i'm gonna get to steve lee i got your question um and i'm gonna it's 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 gonna be to jasmine but joanna how do you did you ever go on i'm sure you have um your illuminati music binge rabbit hole like how do you how do you feel the illuminati um connects to to music or do you feel the illuminati connects to music you mean to the music industry Mm mm-hmm I wouldn't put it straight to music, <clears throat> even though it is part of the harmony, but not Illuminati. Illuminati would be part of the music because um, music comes first, but um, vibration, right? So, <laughs> whoa. Um, it's just heavily there over. I mean, come on, look at the whole system. Like, it's like the food system, right? Like, everything underneath it, all the umbrellas are going to come underneath that main. You know, I don't even want to do the signs because, you know, people be grabbing it and going, look, oh, that will scar you for the rest of your life. <laughs> right. Like, okay. no, don't do that sign. I'm always looking at the fingers. He's making. I'm like, don't do those fingers. Okay. <laughs> people yeah, be yeah. putting it all. Yeah. <laughs> right, cover up one eye. Yeah, don't do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Covering the eyes and shit. Yeah. No, but you see that everywhere, right? Like yeah. if you start putting the clues or the puzzle pieces together and you start seeing these high paid um music people with those symbols because really it's the symbols that kind of show you what's up um then you realize and then you start looking at for example um what's her name lauren hill shout out and how she got kind of like thrown off from becoming more popular because she was speaking truth and she was all about hey what's really going on so then i ended up loving <clears throat> her like more because i'm like okay okay original Colin Kaepernick. yeah yeah so right it's you're, you can be out there, but I think like those that are really at the top, you got to question why they're at the top because some deep shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember watching. Well, they uh, only allow certain things to come out. <laughs> I remember watching. Um, it's one thing about Michael Jackson. And they said, um, said that he had a dream. Like he used to get all his music from his dreams. Right. And in his, and, and one of his dreams, one of the archangels came up to him. Now, I'm, I don't know if it was an archangel. Might have been. Memory's not the greatest, but basically offered him a certain song and he didn't really care for it in his dream. But then the, the, the angel told him, well, if you don't take this song, then I'm going to give it to Prince. And anybody knows Michael, Michael and Prince, they had a little beef back in, in, in the 80s. So he went and took the song and I think, and I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, I think the song was I'm Bad. I'm not 100% sure. But um, he went and obviously did the song, and the song blew up. But yeah, wow. I thought it was really interesting that that he he says he used to get his songs from his dreams. The softest <laughs> beef in music history. <laughs> what that wasn't like Tupac and Biggie. Michael Jackson and Prince. <laughs> softest. It would be a dance off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's 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 run the panel, Jasmine. I know you're a little younger. I don't know how much you're into Michael or Prince, but Mike Michael Jackson or Prince, who would you pick? Um, I'm a Michael Jackson person. My mom would be a Prince Prince gal. Okay. So I've listened to both, but I'm more of a Michael Jackson gal. Okay. Keith? Growing up, Michael. Currently, Prince. 
Okay. Joanna? Michael. Wow. Yeah, I would, I would say growing up, uh, Michael, but as an adult, Prince. Gotcha. I'm Prince all the way, so. Yeah. Yeah, I can't lie. I can't get past the outfits. Why? <laughs> I mean, I, dude. I, 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 it's almost hard for me to listen. Like, I, I want to try to maybe listen, but I'm just like, the outfits. Well, whose outfits? Michael or, or Prince's? Prince's outfits. Are you kidding me? What about Michael's? I mean, I mean Prince has an ensemble. Michael's bad. <laughs> like, neither, you, the, the normal person couldn't dress like neither one of them cats. Facts. You know Facts. what I'm saying? Like, nah. I mean, the closest we, we could get to that shit was penny loafers. <laughs> That's about it, bro. No uh, sauce. Well, now these youngsters are bringing back these little flood ass, skinny, tight pants and shit. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't have the big fuzzy socks. But. Or, the ass, or the ass cut out and nothing like that. Uh, I, no, I don't think they But do see, that's the thing. Like, Prince could dress like that, but like every chick wanted to be with Prince. Like, he was that dude. Yeah, I'm he too, was the only I'm too dude, young for that. He's the only dude who could dress like that. Him or well, Rick James wasn't as bad. Nah, it wasn't he wasn't Prince like. It, it was Rick James still had a little edge on him. Right. I mean the most oh. famous thing he did was have like braids and shit, like box braids. Yeah, I guess you're right. But uh Prince wore like lace and blouses and shit. <laughs> with oh with ten, ten inch heels. With, with perms and shit. Okay, I want to say something, What's and up? I'm pointing at this so I don't forget. Okay. And this, and and maybe Jasmine knows, or I don't know, but okay, right when Prince died, there was like a massive amount of people that were getting downloads and feeling like like Prince was like talking to them. Yes. What was yes. going on with that? Because I had a friend at the time who was one of those people and she would constantly talk to me about what was going on between them in her head. And I was like, and how she would find like the magazine and it would be like Purple Rain and like all these random things would happen. And it, it was really, really, really to the point where it was scary. And then we stopped being friends. And then I don't know what the hell happened. Wow. So Dude, fill me I, in. I felt weird. I have never heard someone else say that. They're in the community when I first started doing all this psychic medium stuff, this girl started saying that her twin flame was Prince. Yes, and, yes, yes, that. And got so, so deep yeah. into it that every video she did, that's who she was talking to. That her twin Prince was there helping her with readings and everything. To be completely honest, I have no fucking idea. At, okay. at that time, I was a newbie into this world. So to me, I was like, okay, do I believe this person? Because, you know, I'm trying to be open-minded. But the obsession that these people had, yes. that's where, I can see where it got scary. And you know what? I have no idea. That's a but good- it, But you know, like I had the one, she was like my best friend and it was like a constant, her telling me what was up and, and like, I'm not sharing any of that stuff. Like, even if we're not friends, but um, because that's not cool. But the point is you, you get to the point where you see it like manifesting, like when she's yes. talking about stuff and then boom, like some, you know, meme comes like up and it's prints or like yes. some validation yeah. so then you start kind of going shit this <clears> is for real and it was more like he was helping and it was the purple rain was his like aura or his um what i understood was his energy that he was like dropping on people oh, um shit. and he had some stuff that he was had released yeah. yet that was in his vault or something that yeah. was like encoded with like 
energy or something or whatever uh, i can when you when you say it it feels right to me yeah. i mean i obviously don't have no idea but when you say it, it they're like giving me all the tingles on yeah. my uh, yes I'm a big time prince fan <laughs> uh, that shit resonates oh, with me too yeah, weird. yeah. it's like when he, when he died it was like yeah he I, I guess like all his hardcore fans and shit right yeah he was communicating with us somehow some way you know what i'm saying like yeah I, I and even the shit. ones that weren't like fans that just overnight all of a sudden were like why am i all of a sudden feeling prince as if he's inside like mm, just mm, mm. damn yeah, yeah. Had a very uh, big a- impact when he trained i want to do that oh my god yeah be- like i feel like we should have a group meditation and let's find some answers because i know but when i die too. like yeah, i want to like oh, rain on everyone oh you want to rain on everyone i love that that's what's up that's what's up um wow. there uh, so like me and me and the queen were in lake tahoe and we were in this little dive bar and um, my brother and, and a friend of ours was there with us and we got into the Prince Michael Jackson debate. And, um, you know, we're sitting there talking about it and it's like split half, half and half, half people like Michael, half the people like Prince. And, um, and what sparked the debate was a Prince song was on the, the jukebox or whatever, right? So we're sitting there, whatever, the Prince song ends and, you know, we, we're in the middle of our debate and all of a sudden a Michael song comes on. So we're like, oh shit, like, Prince, then Michael, back to back. What are the fucking odds? No coincidence. So we're like, okay, well, I mean, obviously their energy is here, right? And they're speaking to us through their music. How are we going to decide who's the winner? And I swear to you, the next song was like a rap song I never heard before, but the motherfucker starts rapping about Michael Jackson in the song. <laughs> all right. And we're just like, no way. And the, all the Michael people were like, I told you Michael's better than Prince. I'm like, damn. <laughs> confirmation i'm like oh, shit. i still don't I believe that. it though still don't believe it but um let me get to this question um from steve lee and this is um this could this can be for everyone but i'll start with you jasmine she wanted to know how do you finagle and balance your kids participating in sports like what what's what's some wisdom that you guys would give now jasmine i know you don't have children but what would you do in that like if like if they were like wanting to play sports like if they were in sports like how do you balance like the becoming too addicted and not becoming in like that balance right to be honest it's really hard as a kid i think it's almost like you have to let them go all out because it's a passion you know like there's some people who are going to meant to do meant to be something like that right um so I, I honestly think that's kind of more of the divine things. It's just not pushing your child to do more than what they want to do. Listen, letting them listen to their own body, their own mind, making their own choices. Obviously, there's a give and pull. My dad was a little bit of tough love. You ain't giving up today, bitch. And I'm like, yes, sir. And it was good. Have that value, but it, it's really just knowing, like, honestly, I think the disconnect is a lot of parents to children the emotional understanding of what their child is experiencing. So when you can't understand what they're experiencing on an emotional or mental level, it's too hard to determine like how to maneuver with this person. Cause we're all so different. So to give a general answer would be almost near impossible. Gotcha. You guys have any thoughts on that, Keith and Joanna? Yeah. I mean, mine would be more on the mental side because I think that you know, like, it's crazy to me, man, that the high school kids could look up and see what they're rated in basketball, football, you know, as far as like rivals and, and star ratings and all this stuff. So, I mean, I think that like the mental aspect of it is, you know, if you're like for me, for example, um, 
you know, I was I was always like really good at a lot of sports, but never really good at any one sport, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's more about not allowing someone's view of themselves in terms of their self-image be such a be defined based on how they do in a sport, whether they make the team or whether they get playing time, whether they start. Because I just go back to my high school days and, you know, that that affected me even in middle school mentally, probably more so than the pressure of performing. It was about how did I define myself based on whether I started my stats, things yeah. like that. And th- that's a perfect example of what I just brought up a few minutes ago about that, um, the college girl uh, taking her own life. It's because of exactly what you just said. It's not, it's you're connecting your whole identity to one sport. And if, so, if she, um, her, something about ACL or something about her knee messed up and that kind of triggered a bunch of all of it. So exactly what you said. Yeah, I mean, and again, not, I'm not, you know, I participate in CrossFit, I compete, but I can tell you that I spend the amount of time that I spend, you know, doing these things, I expect a, a higher level of performance. And when that doesn't happen, and I feel like I've failed, it makes me question everything I've done, which can send you down a deep, dark hole, like mm-hmm. probably what she experienced. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like my knee, my knee was bothering me this morning. And I'm like, you know, going through this whole thing of what, what's this going to do? How's this going to affect me? You know, am I going to reach my goals? And, and it's just that's a that's a never ending hole when you start going mm-hmm. down it. Interesting. Oh, wow. Right um, you know, for still me- give them passion. Like I'm all about like still let them follow their passion because yeah, sure. if they're you know, if they want to do gymnastics, try gymnastics. You never know if it's they catch on one thing and then that mm-hmm. one thing is their like Olympian thing that they were just oh, meant wow. to do, like you said. Right. So. You never know. Let them. You you learn from everything, right? So don't stop the learning process. You know. Yeah, I, and I also think with the like it, uh, growing up being an athlete, a lot of people focus on the job as an athlete, and it is about your mental health as well. Your your not only just your physical health. So you have to when you connect them all, you have to see where they're at as a whole. Yeah. I could never imagine that pressure of like a college athlete and having to keep their grades up, making no money. And, and all, I just can never. Yeah. Imagine. The system, the system's fucked up. I mean, 100% the, 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 the financial system in, in college or whatever is fucked up, especially for these athletes that are bringing lots of money to the university. and ain't seeing a fucking dime for it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Simone Biles, she, she checked out the other uh, Olympics because of mental, mental health shit. Yep. Yeah. Mental, mm-hmm. mental too much shit. pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, like I have, I have, a lot of experience in this um you know i i pushed my daughter really hard probably starting at the age of six in softball you know because she was good at the time at six you know i have these expectations of what she can become and all that all my expectations so i pushed her pushed her pushed her into the point where she quit because she didn't have any love for it anymore it became a job for a kid mm-hmm. you know and i think mm-hmm. a lot of parents struggle with that because they like live vicariously through their kids and you have went, these um, expectations king, you went king richard on your daughter i did man mm. but she didn't turn into venus or serena bro mm. <laughs> oh, damn <laughs> but no nah, she's she's amazing she's an art you know she's creative she's an artist you know what i'm saying so like i was pushing her to do one thing when that wasn't her passion it was my passion you know and i think a, a lot of parents struggle with that but um who's next who was up who was that was sports i believe next. keith is next it's like how, how many pillars is left that was like five what well, okay well this this is a pretty important one all right keith social issues slash racism 
slash oh, sexism. Oh, ooh. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. It, it just got real. Here, social <laughs> issues. I'm glad it's not me. I mean, social, <laughs> so, social issues is kind of the broad spectrum, but underneath okay. that is like okay. racism, sexism. Okay. You can okay. go homophobia. All those things okay. are underneath that. I know you really can't go homophobia. Or, or, or social <laughs> social issues. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, right. Yeah, I feel like I'm on stage. Yeah. At the pageant. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, man, I've had I've had like great answers in my head for all the other ones, and you hit me with this racism. <laughs> and racism. Well, sorry. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So my daughter is very much into um, sexism in the sense that how women are viewed and how uh, men view women and how because most of her friends are guy friends, right? And so they give her a lot of shit and she kind of gets to hear their point of view and how they, how they, the rawness of how they feel about women. And she's like, damn, this shit is crazy. You know, so we have all these like intellectual conversations about why this, why that. And the, the thing that, the thing that, I, the conclusion that we came to the other day talking about sexism is look, you can blame a man all you want for treating you a certain way, for expecting things out of you. But at the end of the day, the woman, the queen, the queen is the queen, right? And, and I've always thought that women outweigh men in terms of women are, in my opinion, are meant to be the leaders. They're meant to be the ones that control everything. We're the, we're the doers in the sense of taking action, if you, if you follow what I'm saying, right? And so a woman can only allow what she allows. Women have to stop allowing this shit to happen and stand up in their power, right? Men have been standing up in their power for, for, for years, thousands of years, and you see where it's got us, right? The guard needs to be switched. So that's my view on sexism. Um, racism, man, you know, I think I, I've said this for a long time and I'm just gonna be blunt and straight up honest. You know, I, I grew up like when Eminem came out, I wasn't a big fan of Eminem, you know why? Cause he was talking about me, right? Like I was the, I was the Yo MTV raps kid. Like I grew up with mostly black friends. I grew up, you know, watching your own TV raps. I mean, I, you know, from, from Beastie Boys, Special K, you know, my first rap album was uh, Two Live Crews, Nasty As You Want To Be, which was that yours too? Yes. That was her first album, right? She listened to this shit in Miami. I'm listening to this shit in Raleigh, North Damn, Carolina. y'all think it. Hey, that's good. <laughs> but where I'm going with this is, is that, you know, racism to me, you know, number one, it's taught, right? Like we, we need to, men specifically, switching it back to sexism men white men black men all of us need to be able to confront our childhood issues right like so much shit is passed down mentality wise that, that we don't even realize that we just replicate over and over and over again racism included and i'll give you an example right so i'm, I'm doing something and i said sit indian style and somebody told me you can't say that shit you're racist i'm like what like i grew up wow. being able to say indian style and that wasn't a fucking problem. You know what I mean? But to, in today's culture, you know, the Cleveland Indians are no more. The Washington Redskins are no more. That's, that's not something that you could say. But, it, but what it did for me is it because I remember, you know, hearing hearing an old white man say, well, you know, I could say this word because that's just it doesn't mean anything to me. It's just a word. Right. But we define that word based on the shifting of the guard and the shifting of the mentality. Now, that doesn't take away the power of the word or what happened to the word. But my point is, is that, you know, we we have to, as men and as women, dig deep into our childhood issues, overcome that shit. And at the end of the day, when you do that, like all the other shit falls away. You, you know clip what I mean? the strings of the puppeteers. Yeah, like racism doesn't exist at that point. It's not even a thing. Like it doesn't even matter. And one more thing, and I'm going to shut up. 
you know, the thing the two that exposed me to this was meeting her, right? Like, you know, you go to Colombia and, and many countries are like this, but you have white Hispanics, black Hispanics, tan color Hispanics. They're all fucking black Colombian, Hispanics. man. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't differentiate between that. It doesn't matter. You're still, you're still Colombian. You're still, still blood, right? Like she's got a black, a, a black grandfather, right? Great grandfather, grandfather, you know? So my point is, is like, it's just, it's all bullshit. And you know, you we see just see it more like here. It's more we, divided here. Yeah. If we, if we cut, if we cut our childhood issues and we got to the root of that problem, everything else would fall into place. And society would stop putting it out there. Like, the war on racism, the war on blah, 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 which just creates more blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think, I think too, the media, you know, the media portrays this bullshit that we feed into over and over and over and over again. And, you know, that's part of the problem as well, but it starts at home. To stir everybody's emotions up. Yeah. That's what's up. Very, yeah, for sure. Damn. Sweating, man. <laughs> you got for life, put, baby. Him, put him under the light. It got real. It got real. I think those are the pillars. I think I, I think that was about seven. I think that was, yeah, I th- shit. I shit. think that was it. Anybody counting? I think that was seven. But um, uh, so to to kind of cross reference real quick, Joanne, I know you want to say something about religion. So say what you're gonna say on religion. Oh, I do. Oh, uh, the you- question was. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I agree with like it, it's. It's there for like, there's levels to this. Right. And as a, as a young soul, you're learning about the physical aspects, the material 3D world, which includes the systems, which is the religion is part of the systems, the main seven systems. Um, So, you know, I'm living this life and I'm learning this first level and you know, and I die. And then the next life, I'm like, okay, I'm coming into this world and I'm blah, 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 like the movie Free Guy. Okay. And then you realize, okay, there's more levels to this. And it gets to the point where Hebrew 6 1, it says, you know, you move on to perfection. You let go of the old doctrines that are basically keeping you at to a point where you can no longer level up like it's still keeping you in that box it's still keeping you in the level of the systems once you pass on to that whole 4d-ness right the whole shifting of um there's more to this than just the physical um then you can kind of go beyond religion so it's going to help those that are still in the first second third level whatever level that is before they shift to okay i've gotten to know my physical self i've gotten to know all these experiences all these different lifetimes as different people different religions different systems now i kind of want to go back towards this light so let me go start going deeper into my um self let me meditate let me start praying let me go deeper into this Oh, I have a soul. I have a spirit. What is this thing that's not physical, right? The 4D, the 5D. Now I want to get out of every single box, every single label, every single, you know, system, because I'm going closer back to the light and to ascend. I need to break out of all these systems that are man-made. So religion has so many different layers to it because it helps. And at the same time, it blocks. And you have to see that in the Bible, there's so many different layers. There is the numerology, there's the astrology, there's the anatomy, there's the um, the whole ascension journey in layers. And when you start looking at yourself in layers, you start seeing that in layers, you start seeing everything in layers, and then you can just really kind of help you move up 
back to that light that is really the true one and only unconditional everything. I'm done. Hey, like <laughs> atonement, alignment. I went on a rant, so, sorry. No, I love it, love it, love it. Love it, love it. Let's check, let's see if anybody got anything else they say here. Steve Lee said, good stuff, peeps. Thanks. She was curious about our generation's thoughts. Appreciates us. We appreciate you. Um, Jasmine, music. I, I know where this is going, but you got to tell the world. Music is a tool. You can decide how you want to use it for your better betterment or for your demise. And that's like the most simple way to put it. I'm a sad girl kind of gal. I, I love sad girl season. I embrace my sad girl more than probably my happiness. But like, if you're a sad girl, then you probably shouldn't be listening to sad music all the time. And so just understand that it is a vibration. Um, it has the ability to help you t move your energy, switch up your energy, process energy. Um, and you can literally use it for everything. I use music for my healing. I use it for the start of my day to get my vibration high to start my readings music is one of the best it's the most simple tools to use like literally you sit there and listen to music it can't get much easier than that nah for sure i mean i i i, I totally um agree with you as far as like music being the vibration and, and can literally change your mood because like sometimes sometimes i'll throw on my my r&b playlist and it'll you know i'll be jamming but then it'll bring me down. It'll bring my energy you, down. You get in your feels. You're like, oh, shit. Right, right, right. Exactly. Right. That guy popping up. Like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. Right, right. So sometimes I have to switch it up. Like, I've been on an 80s kick lately. Some good old-fashioned 80s rock. You know, listen to some Foreigner. Like some, some the big hair music and shit? Yeah, bro. You <laughs> know, Aqua like, music? Yeah, bro. Like, just, just jamming on some 80s shit. Some Bon Jovi. Holy shit. You know what I mean? Duran Duran. A little bit Durant, a little bit of Hall and Oates. Well, hey, that's a good one. That's kind of, yeah, Hall and Oates. Yeah, they're real nice. You can't knock some Hall and Oates. Uh, yeah. Do you guys hit mine. shuffle when you listen, or do you just, like, are you on one? I have one? playlists. I have playlists, you, and I do shuffle. I am a definite shuffler. Okay. I just let it ride. From, from beginning to end? Just fuck it. Just yeah. let it ride. I, I do that on new albums. Like, if I buy a new album, I'll start from the beginning and go. But if it's a playlist or if it's... Something I've heard before, I definitely, definitely want the shuffle going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nah, I just. You just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it run. Oh, no, that I'm, means you're, I'm, you're giving like music the power to mess with your emotions. I'm, you I'm, can only no, no, no. next. Like, I'm right? old school. That's I, um, true. I get you're right. I, I just let the fucking Pandora go. Like, oh. <laughs> crying go? in the gym. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, all right, all I right. definitely cried in the gym too. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're gonna okay, we're gonna finish the episode off uh, with something kind of fun, and, and you can participate too. Okay, so I'm just gonna throw out a random question to to one of you guys, and you gotta answer. Okay? All right, all right. So a random question, just some ran random question. You're just gonna throw it, the but fuck but out you there. gotta answer like with with like the first thing that pops in your head. Some random shit. Yeah. That's scary. All right. All right. Some random shit. It'll be fun. You know, nothing too crazy. All right. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start with Deshaun since you know we haven't put you under the the, the lasso of truth. Okay. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. All right, man. So like the lasso of truth. you stranded on an island, you got one song you could listen to for the rest of eternity. What is it? Um it's definitely gonna be some Bob Marley shit. Which one? Um 
That's hard, bro. It's kind of it's it's a it's a it's a mix between one love and no woman no cry. Mm. One love, one love, one love. Yeah, one love, one love. All right, okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. Cause you be like, woman, cry already, cry. (laughs) Right, right, right. Damn, yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Keith, uh, greatest sitcom of all time. Holy shit. My daughter asked me this last night. She she wanted me to name my top she three. She did, and you were half asleep. You're like, no. And I said some shit, and she was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> hold up. Let me, hold up. Oh, my God. I'm going to get judged so hard for this. All right. Sitcom. Old school. Oh, shit. Just say it. The Three Stooges. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, nice. The Three Stooges. I'm, nice. I'm I mean, that's kind of like a part of everybody's childhood. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, a little nostalgic. Yeah, yeah straight up. The Three Stooges? Oh, no, I'm not hating on the no, Stooges. I was yeah. saying by the gal kind of gal. Oh, 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 what? Which one? That, that was on my Saved by the gal, Saved by the bell. Saved by the oh, bell. Oh, that's classic. <laughs> Yeah, that's classic. Yeah. Three Stooges. Oh my God, I'm gonna. Yeah. You're gonna oh, I'm okay. gonna go watch it. All right, Jasmine, can you sing the Saved by the Bell theme song? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Hell no. I mean, I don't remember. You know, when you wake up in the morning and you. <laughs> I can't even remember that. No, 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 Never make it all of us, time. we should be able to get it. It's all right. Yeah, there you go. I'm not singing on live. Y'all got me. I know, right? When the when the uh, teacher pops the test, you know you're in a mess and you're talking. Yes. There you go. That's the the lyrics to the Say by the Bell song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's subconscious, man. It holds everything. Nice. Now, okay, Joanna, you ready? No, but go ahead. You ready? ready. <laughs> uh, your favorite actress? Oh, that's easy. Hit him with it. She's like, <laughs> she's like really? Yeah, all right, all right, all right. She's like, you know, before me. What is it then? No, no, I'm not saying it. I might be wrong. <laughs> no, no, say it. Go ahead. Right. What's my favorite actress? As many of them motherfucking movies as I've watched, Jennifer Lopez. But not because she's my favorite actress. Okay, because she's highly attractive. <laughs> Cause she's I guess it's just—it's a nostalgic thing because I, you know, I saw her come from Selena, you know, uh, and like she Selena, Selena. Well, the bumper of Selena. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so I've been watching her since like Anaconda. Like, so I feel like oh, if there's a movie so which we have not seen yet, like Marry Me, um, only I one. have to watch it. But it's not because she's my favorite actress. So just because I support her, because you know she's. She's Spanish. Jenny for the block. She'll always be a fly girl to me. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, so a girl, a uh, favorite actress girl. So it is J-Lo? Or, <laughs> or are you it's still J-Lo. She just don't want to admit it. No, no, no. I, 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 that's hard. Like, can well, it at least be a didn't, guy? At least she didn't say she was your favorite singer, because that's a whole other conversation. No, 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 no. She makes pretty good music. She can't Waiting sing. on tonight. It's right up there with Paula Abdul's music. Ah, uh, Paula was dope, man. I, I don't know. Good. I keep thinking Julia Roberts, but she's not really my favorite. Oh, she's a good one. But she's she good. good. Yeah. I don't know. My my answer is I don't know. All right, Jasmine, you ready? We're gonna mm-hmm. take J Lo. We'll take J Lo, Joanna. We'll take J Lo. <laughs> All right, Jasmine. 
This might be tough, but oh, your God. favorite music lyric of all time. Mm, that's a hard one. Um, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. Ooh. By Drake. Drizzy. Okay. 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 <clears throat> we should know that one co- was coming. We know. Yeah, we Jasmine do. Yeah. Is a Drake yeah, like, fan. She's a Drakeite. <laughs> yeah, she's a Drake fan. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. And <laughs> it's embarrassing. All right. Um, all right. We'll go one more time. We'll go one more time around. All right. Chef Death. Who's the most influential celebrity? Now, that can, that's all encompassing. That's not just entertainment celebrity, but famous person, most influential famous person in history for you. Uh, and history for me, yeah. Um, I'll probably have to go with either Nelson Mandela, or I'll probably go, go with Bob Marley. Okay, nice. That's good. Any reason why? Um, because they they both um, preach a rhetoric of brotherhood and oneness. Okay, you dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Or Bruce Lee. Or damn, that's three. Bruce. Right. <laughs> he said what? <laughs> hey. Wait, so Ramon, back question to you: Who would that be for you? Most influential. Oh shit! Um, I wasn't supposed to be on this. End I know, of the but I that and I was like, I'm gonna change that. Oh, Feel yeah. the pain. Ooh, man. Um, damn, how'd you answer that that quick? That's a tough question. It is. What's your person? Celebrity. Can I take a lifeline? <laughs> My goodness. Shit, who you gonna call? <laughs> yeah, who's gonna your lifeline? For your own opinion. <laughs> My higher self. <laughs> <laughs> um, most influential person of all time. Yeah. Fudge, man. That's a tough motherfucking Start question, bro. I know. I mean, I, I can't even like... Because every person you think about, you're like, you question that person. Exactly. And then you're like, well, no, what is yeah. that? Because they're they human. Just... Right. It's, it's like. Human. I mean, unless okay, they're okay, th- <laughs> intent is purely genuine and you know what they're intending. It's really not a lot. Right. Okay. Just talking on a, just a straight up level. Probably Malcolm X, actually. Malcolm X, just, I, I was, just his, his his story and, and, and everything. Probably Malcolm X. I was going to say Malcolm X, but he's he's kind of misunderstood. I mean, I think that's probably why. You know what I'm saying? Like anyone who like, like dives deep into the story. Yeah, some people see Malcolm X as, oh, no, it's Malcolm X. But then some people be like, oh, yeah, it's Malcolm X. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Great way to put it. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'll go with it. Um, who was next? Damn, that threw me off. Um, oh no, it's all good. Oh, Keith, Keith, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw, I asked this before, but I think it, I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Your favorite music lyric of all time, man, damn, it's probably Drake as well. But I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to remember the lyric, I'm struggling to remember it. Just ask Jasmine, she this- knows all of them, so yeah, man, it's like, it's uh, well. <laughs> I'm drawing a complete blank, man. Do you remember the album? <laughs> it was one of his early albums. Maybe it was over. Maybe it was over when he, mm. when he talked about um, 
you question me, I'm going to prove it to you, something along those lines. It was obviously much more succinct and, and uh, eloquent. But <laughs> do, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I know the song. I would have oh, to sing the whole something song. about you're going to make me turn into the old me. Something oh, along those lines. Okay, 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 okay. I can't remember okay. the exact lyric. I'm going to look it up. I know. You have to <laughs> I now. Look I'm it like, up now. what is it? All right, we'll come back. We'll come back to Keith. All, All right. right, yeah, let me look it up. Joanna. All right. Let's see here. I'm really not good at like blind questions. questions. Right, 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 right. Okay, I got a good one for you. What's your favorite Bible verse? Oh, um, well, it's a combination. Um, it's like a code. It's like first you turn this wheel, then the next one. Okay. Um, Okay, okay, okay. So this one is my favorite, I guess, because I have it tattooed on me, which is Matthew 6, 22. If I be single, your whole body shall be filled with light. Um, but then I like 633, Matthew 633. Seek first the kingdom. And then Luke 17, 21. The kingdom is within you. So it's like a little... Gotcha, they all go together. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Do not ask me that question. <laughs> not. not the same one. Pick another motherfucking question. <laughs> Isn't that funny? We're like the total opposite. I'm like, oh. right, right, right. Uh, no, it's Jasmine's turn. Okay. Um, and I'm and I'm thinking of one here. You have any any ideas? Mm -mm. I'm running a blank. Nah, I don't. Not one. Nah. Not one motherfucking question. <laughs> nope. God damn. Nah. What's your favorite color? Uh, orange. Oh, that's a good color. Now, why orange? Um, I really don't know why. When I was younger, my first soccer team was orange. And then orange just made me... I guess I always had problems in my household being seen. And so that color was really bright. And then my parents got me a pair of orange Nike shocks one day. And then it really just stuck from there. Mm, I can dig, I can dig. Orange. And then pink. But that didn't come until like I was in my late 20s. Mm. Hmm. I can dig that. I can dig that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Jasmine, I got one. All right. Not that that one didn't count, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, if you could travel to one place, one place and one place only, and money was not an issue, where would it be? How's it going? Bali. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. We died. What happened? Oh, that's it. So yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> but right. definitely, I think Bali. I think the spiritual stuff there is obviously it's not expensive that's not the I, I, just the culture i feel like is something i would like to experience okay i have a question what's up i do have a question okay girl i'm wearing this shirt from bali and i haven't worn it since Jeez. oh, oh wow. so did you like it Look yes the like there i wanted to live there like we were looking at wanting to move because they're all like, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then it's like that energy. You just yes. hear like, oh. And then in the, their massage is amazing. And then even at the airport, I'm like, oh, let me get my last massage before I leave. And they're like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh. We get off of the airport, we land in London. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, get me back, get me back. Yeah, and I haven't been back since. 
I've heard some amazing things. My, one of my old friends uh, moved there, and it seems like it's helped her a lot. Ba- you said ba- Bali, and is that Bali, India? Indonesia? In, in Bali. Indonesia. Okay. Damn, I could dig that though. It's beautiful, and they have all the rice fields, and like yeah. everyone's just super connected. And mm. nice. I want to go for my honeymoon, but my man's like Greece, Greece. Ooh, I'm like, fuck. Greece. Yeah, We're gonna too. go to Greece. He's a little spoiled, but we'll go to Bali eventually. <laughs> awesome. You know, I, we when we went, like that hit me in the mouth. The traffic laws, like there are zero traffic. Oh, laws. you just go. There are babies like, on scooters. Like, it like is. be careful. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's scary i'm not trying to get ran over and no but they're really no, no, good they, at it they're yeah. super okay good. Oh, yeah, obviously I mean, I think that's it, how they're living right 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 yeah it speaks to like a larger and then you come intuition. here and it's like stop and you're like what like i don't know how to pay attention <laughs> yeah, so just how did flows, y'all do definitely. with it did y'all have a driver to yes. experience yeah. that oh yes okay. yes 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 okay Damn. <laughs> anxiety just kicked in yes 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 i was back there recording like oh my god look at people I'm like, I want to drive here. This shit is amazing. No way. So y'all didn't witness any accidents or anything? No, they have like zero accidents. Like they are good. They they know they just flow. They know they beep beep when they're next to you. Yeah. You know, it's not like you you beep beep here and they're like. (laughs) It's like dude move like. Yeah. Real real pushy mean mean little motherfucking people. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go around one time, and this is, this is a real quick one, and, and everybody can answer this, right? All right. And I'll, who did we do? We just did Jasmine, right? All right. Mm-hmm. Deshaun, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Uh, my favorite? Oh. Ooh. Oh. Uh, mm, shit. Mm. My fa- oh, my favorite. Yeah. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> now, when you say conspiracy theory, right. I... Like what the average average person that you walk down the street would cons- consider a conspiracy? Shoot, they think everything. That's what I'm saying. So you got to You got to uh, Yeah, nine eleven, the moon landing. Well, pick one, man. Sure. All right, the moon landing. The moon landing. Okay, Jasmine. I am too stunned to speak. That is a good question. And to be completely honest, I wouldn't even know. I, the first thing in my brain's going to is some sort of alien stuff, but I don't know. Okay. Keith? Hit him with it. So I'm going to answer two questions. The first question, if I could go anywhere in the world at this present time, I would go to motherfucking Antarctica. And the next question is flat Earth. (laughs) That's definitely my biggest conspiracy theory. Nice, nice. Really? Okay, but hold on. Why Antarctica, bro? Because that's going to help with the flat Earth question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why flat Earth? Why? I got to know. We get over that ice wall, and then we're going to see what's up. Yeah, yeah. Look. Because that's one of the top, top, like you have to go through so many rabbit holes. Like I went through the alien rabbit hole for like, how many years was I glued to everything? Like three. <laughs> Don't even bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I was like realizing how many things, especially through Gaia, are connected to keep you in a loop of not really going to the like really dig more through the holes. Like it just keeps you in one certain hole. But if you just kind of keep digging and all the other <laughs> you start piecing it all together and seeing why everything all the conspiracies are put the way that they are and how they're all like laid out a certain way so you don't really start getting to the stuff that's considered crazy okay so so check it out i didn't mean to cut you off so what did you come up with 
through all your research on aliens? To be completely honest, yeah, please, no, please, no, please explain. (laughs) Okay, Uh, okay, so like everything that is man-made, there's many stories that are all mythological, allegorical, telling us the same thing. And you can see that resemblance in everything, right? Like we just did the syncretism and I did on fairy tales and stuff. You see it in fairy tales, Mm -hmm. you see it in mythologies, you see it in us as the scripts, as the people in the script in this earth, right? Um, You see the same type of script in you know the alien thing right with the hero and the villain and the good and the bad and there's the goods and the bads and whatever right Mm -hmm. so it only takes you to a certain point like you can dig but then it's like bricks around like you can't dig anymore um so it kind of keeps you still wondering Mm -hmm. and oop right because everyone is just well one person saw or you know there's just very uncertainty so it's kind of like hey find the ark of the covenant and everybody's always digging and searching and looking everywhere. I found it here. It's here. Oh, it's, this is a real one. This is, a, and it's really like inside of your head. Like who's going to find it? Like you got to find it yourself. So the same thing goes with that. It'll take you to a certain point and then it just keeps you Guess. waiting for the next return of the something, right? right like right. we're just waiting mm-hmm. for Mm-hmm. Some save us to come waiting for this event to happen because this event's supposed to happen on this time because that's when it's going to come save us and wait for everything to come save us. So it kind of just takes the whole you save yourself, everything is inward, the universe is within you. And yes, there are different entities and different dimensional light beings that are in other dimensions because there's 3D, 4D, 5D, 6D, 70, all the way back to God and 12. And like, the whole multiverse but as far as physical reality and this three dimension there's time right the toroidal field there's the time there's us and then there's space which is ongoing which is forever this way like the plane of inertia within an atom so in that space there's outer space as in not outer space but outer space this way so when he said antarctica they believe that past the antarctica walls um there's more space and therefore extra land as an extra terra extra tierra extra terrestrials because there's more terrain around this way so there's extra land extra people extra terrain they Oh hell no! Shit no! Hell no! What the fuck? They're still going on there though. Okay, 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 okay. But can we? We can't hear them. <laughs> not physical, oh, okay. and you're not physical. Yeah, okay. you can get to yeah. a hard place. But as far as like, I am from outer space. No, that's like entertainment. Uh, yeah, hundred twenty percent. I agree. Wow. We start talking about some two, some heavy shit, and they, and our and, and our connection. Now they fucking, fucking with our connection and shit. <laughs> yeah, sons yep, of exactly. bitches. That's how they do us. That's a, no. That was Joanna Crowder, everybody. That was right. explained just like <laughs> right. unbelievably, like only she can do. Hell yeah, it's a motherfucking yes. flat Earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, like right. 
Okay, so, so much research okay. I'm gonna have to do now. So Joanna, right? So I'm guessing that's your favorite as well, Flatter. Or no? Okay, so where I was going with the digging is uh, that after like seven years of really digging, because it's our own cognitive dissonance, because we were all brought up to understand and believe and and know that we're on this ball spinning, right? Like we just know that, but then to get over our own questioning and be able to question our own beliefs and be able to really like, I would dig and I'd find an answer, but then it's like, well, what about this one? And what about this question? It's like one answer was never good enough until maybe years later when it just, I collected enough puzzle pieces to go, oh shit. Remember I like, it hit me, hit me. And I'm like, I think I've connected, collected enough pieces to just see the whole thing and go, oh shit, this is for real, for real. Like, they're not crazy, crazy. Like, cause <laughs> you always, you always wonder like, okay, they're called crazy, but why are they called crazy? Cause I'm always like, oh, there's aliens. Why? Let me find out what's up with aliens. Oh, there's hollow earth. Let me find out about hollow earth. Oh, there's this. Let me find out about the cosmic egg theory. I'm a philosopher. I want to know about all things and how it all connects. So I'm going to dig every hole possible and then see where the core is. What, what What's going on? What's the deep philosophical meaning of it all? And what I came to find out was like, oh shit, they're lying about a lot of stuff. So um I totally became a person that does not agree with um, the not, what is it? Not a real space agency or whatever it is. It's not a real, not a space agency. Not a um, space I agency. used to be a real big fan and I used to like watch Cosmos and I used to be into all of that stuff. But when I started seeing it for what it really was, it just like, it's like you see it for what it really is. And it's like, whoa. And it's hard to digest because the whole world still thinks that that's the case. And I'm like, fuck, why did I like learn all this? Because now it's hard to Talk have regular it. conversations and not seem like you're crazy. So well, yeah, you hold a lot of it in. Mm-hmm. Like this is basically he's making me come out right now because I don't talk about this. Um, so this is my coming out party. You come out the closet? <laughs> um, but I'm totally just now totally just it's my my observation, my constant research, my everything. And it's brought me there. And it's like there's no go- there's no going back. OK, so but mm-hmm. that that is that is that is your answer. Flatter. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to make sure because I didn't know she was going I to. I talking about aliens. Well, she started with aliens, and then no, you guys asked me about aliens, yeah, yeah, but he yeah, didn't yeah. ask me about That's my right. favorite. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, Jasmine, you got yours yet? No, <laughs> I am mindful. Excuse my language right now, but like it's okay. I trust you guys, and I never really trusted someone who like truly processed it all so i have some thinking to do right here so, I, like jasmine how, how do you feel about aliens though oh i love them i think i've seen them before i definitely think they're real uh, that's yeah i think i've seen some shadow motherfuckers just earlier this week yeah yeah Out the corner of my how did those eyes. make you feel because shadow shadows are a little different i you know i just kind of felt like you know they here i feel like i feel like there's there's entities and shit around me at all times, but it's not a, um, I don't have a feeling of fear. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all that matters. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, like some shit happened. I'd be like, yeah, I know. I, 
I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think I just think like that. Yeah. 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 Do you ask him like, "What's up?" Like. So, hey, what's up? I have a I have a I have a relationship with my what what I call my spirit guides. You know what I'm saying? Um they come to me at different times. Uh they tell me things, they show me things. Right now I'm in the process of uh really actually learning to completely trust them. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like I had an incident just this past uh week where I left my keys in the car, right? So I'm like, I'm tearing up my room, like, where the fuck are my keys? And and the thought just came across my mind, like, your keys are in the ignition. And I'm like, what the fuck? No. My, I wouldn't leave my keys in the ignition. Who the fuck does that, right? So I'm starting to tear up my room, and it comes across again, like, okay, maybe your keys are in your ignition. And so I'm thinking, like, nah. Then I'm like, you know what? Maybe my keys are in the ignition. So I go outside and lo and behold, the motherfuckers was in the ignition. My door was unlocked and everything. It's like, Deshaun, I'm gonna give you some advice right now. You ready for it? Yeah. Fucking listen to them. Oh yeah, most I went that. to jail because I didn't listen to them. And you don't want to get. Eventually, you're gonna keep hearing it so much until mm. they put you in a position where you have no other choice to be like, okay, you're a dumbass. Right. I should have listened. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. just start the process now. It's so much easier. Yeah. I, like I did a whole year of probation because I didn't listen to my fucking guys. Yeah. I because I, I know it's I just still like pissed about it. <laughs> you know. So I was like, okay. So I'm just like, you know, learn that process to really kind of. Cause it's not, it's not. Just I didn't it. think that shit, you know. Right. right. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, see, for me, it's shit. There's, there's. I'm gonna piggyback on the flat Earth thing because I went down my journey, and um, I'm just fat. I'm just so fascinated by it. I live out in the country, so like, I get to see the stars like for real, for real. You know what I mean? There's like no light where I'm at. So I can see it and I, I can, you know, I've just been able to look and, and see how the world operates from a perception standpoint. And after going down my, you know, rabbit hole and, and putting countless hours into it uh, to the point where, you know, I'm ready to start creating my own presentations for it. Um, I'd have to say that Flat Earth is at the top, but I'm super in always been super intrigued with jfk um which is kind of the basic you know everybody kind of knows that's a conspiracy but like just the way it played out and jfk is one of my favorite movies uh shout out oliver stone um the book depository yeah yeah i live in dallas never been but um that and then um the aids hoax man hiv and aids the hoax the hoax yeah bro what do you mean the hoax okay just think of 2020 and then just shift it yeah there's a no such thing as hiv virus and and they probably gonna cut us off right the fuck (laughs) but it has a patent with the ebola uh virus well so there's a patent for all kinds of shit bro me i can go right now and make a patent okay you know what i'm saying like hiv i'm sorry doesn't exist if you read the science on HIV, it's never been proven. And the science doesn't even match up with normal virus germ theory anyway. Yeah, doesn't exist. Yo, your terrain, terrain germ theory, minds like mine, that that whole podcast was amazing. Yeah, I mean, Lauren, so- Lauren was 
fantastic yeah for sure thank you it touches thank on you. like that terrain like once you start going down that uh, the whole terrain germ theory you start realizing all these things are all just fake yep yeah it's crazy yeah it's crazy, it's crazy. so a lot of good information on that on that episode <laughs> we had a comment it's so flat you can watch your dog run away for days talking about the flat earth <laughs> law of perspective everybody understand that but um this was fun. Look, her mind is just blown. I right know. Now. I love She's it. Like, I love it, Jasmine, because like you know, what I'm saying you're part of the family now. You're part of the cosplay. You're gonna, no. you're gonna hear all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> but and it's, it, but it, the hard part is I I struggle with listening because for me, you opened up a fucking a whole new world that I need to go fucking research. But in my like. I try really hard to, like I said earlier, be normal, and you guys are taking me away from this normal thing that I have in my head, and it's scary. Now, I'll give you two two quick things to just start with. You know, number one, if you woke up with amnesia tomorrow, what would you think? Nothing. I, I'm, no, well, I mean the, all the programming. Yeah, about if you walked out and you walked outside, would you think you lived on a ball that was spinning sixty six thousand miles an hour oh, through no. space? No. I believe yeah. you, and that's scary for me. And then number two, <laughs> number two, here's 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 my easiest kicker. Uh-huh. If you eliminate the idea of gravity, which doesn't exist, then the entire theory's done. Stop. Listen, I have an I'm a, I have an engineer boy, uh, fiance over oh, here. Shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't cause problems in the household. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, but he understands buoyancy and like density. And, density. I know. Yeah. and so we're gonna have this deep ass conversation, yeah. and then now we're both about to go down the rabbit hole. Beautiful. Ooh, I and have we anxiety. Want, and we want updates, Jasmine. <laughs> I will get you guys some updates. Oh, uh, awesome. This was this was fun, everybody. We do have to wrap it up, but look. 75 episodes i wouldn't want to share my 75th with anybody else thank you guys this was so much fun um i don't know what's going on on the live right now there's some type of poltergeist or something exorcism going on that crazy shit you talking i know it i brought up AIDS. you you bring up aids bro they they get crazy and flat earth in the same episode oh shit double whammy (laughs) shit Shit. i might as well finish it off and say covid is no i'm not gonna say all right, all right. Finish it off with that JFK shit, bro. Oh, no, nah, I don't want. I don't want to catch no hot rocks, bro. I mean, you might as well throw nine eleven in the mix too. Oh, hey, I, I was gonna say nine eleven yeah. too, bro. Well, I was also gonna say JFK, but okay. But that nine eleven shit is the inside job. That shit. Okay, since we're all Akasha, Akasha, well, we're not really Akashites. We are the uh, the 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 fucking. Obi-Wan Kenobi's of Akasha. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're like the teachers, the Yodas and shit. Yeah. Um, you guys in on doing a live on just conspiracy theories? Hell yes. That'd be fun, right? Yeah, but we got to pick like either five or... Yes. Okay. I need to do research. How about we do a, po- a we do a poll in the Akasha Flicks group? Yes. Let's yes. do it. Top five and we'll do, we'll do one just on that. Awesome. Okay. All right. Look, everybody out there watching live, we highly appreciate it. May, um, I'm sure some Thank of you are already subscribed to Akasha Flicks, but if you're not, go to www.akashaflix.com. It's pinned in the comments, and all of our listeners on Akasha Flicks, the audio, um, you know, come check us out. You know, uh, Keith and Joanna, they got their own stuff on there. Jasmine has their own stuff. Chef and Definition. Starting. And yeah. Keith starting his own. Keith with uh, uh, Sweat for Life. To the, oh. for the, with some health and wellness type shit. Really excited. Right on, to, right that on. that launches this Friday, which well, actually by the time y'all hear this, it's 
It's going to be last Friday. But anyway, um, thank you guys, everybody. Chef, you got anything you want to say to the people? Uh, nah, man. It's been fun. Thank you all so very much for participating. And um, have a good evening. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Thanks for having us, man. This has yes. been an honor, dude. Thank Appreciate y'all so very much you. for being a part of our ride. Yes, yes, yes. All right. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>